Welcome to Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with Dr. Alice Hoyt, the podcast about demystifying food allergies, diminishing allergy anxiety, and taking back control. Let's navigate this challenge together with evidence-based information, scientific research, and tried and proven practices. And now, here's your host, board-certified allergist and immunologist specializing in food allergy, Dr. Alice Hoyt. Hey y'all, I'm Dr. Alice Hoyt and this is Food Allergy and Your Kiddo Podcast. This is the introductory episode. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is going to help you demystify food allergy. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to do that by talking about recent studies. We're going to do that by talking to parents, talking to other allergy experts, um, by talking to people in education. This podcast is to help you navigate you, your family's, your kiddos' life while dealing with food allergy. And I am a firm believer that education is empowering. And so the more you learn about food allergy, the more empowered you will be to manage your kiddos' food allergy and your level of anxiety regarding food allergy will decrease. So I mentioned this is the introductory episode. So let me tell you what we're going to cover today. Um, First, I'll tell you just a little bit about me and why I do what I do. Then I will tell you a little bit about what to expect from this podcast. And lastly, I will point you in the direction of the food allergy and your kiddo.com info blog. That is where you will find a companion to this podcast every week. So let's dive in. So again, I am a food allergist and I first began my interest in how food interacts with our bodies probably when I was a little girl and spent a lot of time on my grandparents' farm and learning about growing our own food and milking cows. And then in college, I majored in nutrition. So my degree is actually in nutrition, then went to medical school, then specialized in internal medicine and pediatrics, boarded in both of those before then specializing in allergy and spent extra time in my allergy training focusing specifically on food allergy. I'm board certified in allergy and immunology, and I focus my clinical practice on food allergy. When I'm not in clinic, you will probably find me working with a local school. I do have a nonprofit called the Teal Schoolhouse, and our program Code Anna equips schools to be prepared for medical emergencies like anaphylaxis. And I'll talk more about Codana in a different episode, but you can learn more about Codana at Codana, C-O-D-E-A-N-A dot org, Anna like anaphylaxis. I'll put the website in the show notes. So why do I focus on food allergy? It's a bad disease, one that we don't know the underlying cause of, and one that most of the time is a morbidity disease. What do I mean by that? Morbidity versus mortality. Mortality, of course, is end of life, right? Morbidity meaning the other things that come along with the disease process. Asthma and eczema are two disease processes that certainly are associated with food allergy. But let's talk about a less visible disease. Let's talk about anxiety for a minute. And not just in kiddo, but in the kiddo's family. Anxiety is incredibly common in families who are dealing with food allergy. And that anxiety 
comes from knowing that even though it's incredibly rare for someone to die of anaphylaxis, it's still possible. That's why I talk a lot about anxiety being a significant comorbidity of food allergy. Let's dive into morbidity and mortality a little bit more. My husband is a pediatric cardiologist. That's definitely a mortality specialty. Um, He's in the ICU often taking care of patients um, because cardiac problems very often become mortality issues. Now, thank goodness, food allergy issues very rarely become a mortality issue. That being said, the anxiety that comes along with knowing that a food allergy can become a mortality issue. People do die from food allergy. People do die from anaphylaxis. And perhaps one of the most tragic things about that is that food allergy deaths are preventable. Because anaphylaxis from food allergy occurs when you ingest your allergen. So if you don't ingest your allergen, then you're not going to have a food allergy induced episode of anaphylaxis. I want to pause here just a minute because I know that some of you out there listening are thinking, well, Dr. Hoyt, I've read that if I just breathe in the smell of peanut butter that I can have an allergic reaction or my kiddo can. So hold those thoughts because we're going to have a whole episode where I answer questions just like that. So also be sure you send me your questions so I can answer your questions. My contact information is in the show notes. Okay, back to morbidity and mortality of food allergy. I kind of explain it like anaphylaxis, a death associated with anaphylaxis is like a shark bite, right? No kid should go to the beach and get bitten by a shark. And whenever it happens, we hear about it, right? Because it's so tragic. It's the same thing with food. No kiddo should bite into a Reese's peanut butter cup and die of anaphylaxis. That just shouldn't happen. And there are things that we can do to help that not happen. And really the foundation of all of those things is education. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. And that's why I do my blog. And that's why I see patients in clinic. It's because if I provide people with evidence-based information, then they then have the power to make decisions that ultimately can save their child's life. And that's what I feel called to do. So my prayer is that this podcast is beneficial to you, is beneficial to your kiddo, is beneficial to your family. I want this to be a place where you can come and you know you're going to get evidence-based information. You know that what we're going to talk about is... Um, is the science behind things, and that when we are discussing things that don't yet have evidence, um, are not FDA approved, that you're going to hear that too. And I am an allergist, but I am not your allergist. So use the information you hear here and talk with your allergist about it so that you can apply it to your child's life. So now let's talk a little bit about what to expect from this podcast This podcast is a companion to my blog, foodallergyandyourkiddo.com, where you can go and find oodles and oodles of information on different food allergy topics. Our food allergy guide, which I'll mention later on in this episode. You'll also find fun recipes. 
You can also submit questions so that I can answer them both in the blog and also in the podcast. I also want this podcast to fit well into your life and having a four-hour podcast is not realistic. So what you can expect is about a 20-minute episode, typically once a week. And most episodes will have a guest. I'll introduce the topic and then interview our guest. And we have some great guests lined up already from food allergy parents to food allergy advocates to other food allergists. You can expect good information, good discussion that's going to make your food allergy journey much easier. And finally today, I want to point you to the blog, the info blog as I call it because it's chocked full with information, foodallergyinyourkiddo.com which is where I demystify food allergy. I do focus on food allergy mamas, but food allergy papas, I'm here for you too. The first info blog I wrote is a food allergy guide, kind of a starter guide, and it's a nice overview of food allergy. So whether you're new to having food allergy in your family or you've been dealing with this for years, the Beginner's Guide to Food Allergy will be a helpful tool for your toolbox. In that, you know, in closing is what this podcast is all about, is what the blog is all about. It's about providing you tools for your food allergy toolkit, whether that tool is a better understanding of food allergy, how anaphylaxis works, how oral immunotherapy works, whether it's strategies for dealing with bullying at school, whether it's a better understanding of 504 plans, whether it's tips on navigating the holidays and family functions while keeping your kiddo safe from his or her food allergy. This podcast and the accompanying info blog are here to help you do that. So let me know what you think subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this, then there are other episodes already loaded up for you to listen to. Um, check out the show notes because I will link to the accompanying info blog that will, again, go over what the podcast is all about. But ultimately, it's about you and helping you and your family navigate the world while dealing with food allergies. I'm going to demystify things for you and have guests on here to help you along your food allergy journey. So share with me your questions so I can answer them for you and for other food allergy families who probably have the same questions. That's it for today's episode. God bless you and your family, and we'll talk in the next episode of Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with food allergist, Dr. Alice Hoyt. For more information on navigating the world of food allergy, visit www.foodallergyandyourkiddo.com and follow Dr. Hoyt on Twitter at Dr. Alice Hoyt. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Let's take the anxiety and confusion out of food allergy. 